Welcome to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I currently serve as the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, or SALT. In these SALTCAST, we're looking to examine and, and discover a number of areas that relate to leadership and leadership development. As we have mentioned in the past, we want to look at areas that affect not only the home, but as well the world and the church, and primarily to think about how can we develop better leadership when it comes to those three areas. We're going to look at a number of reviews of specific books. We're going to talk about as well uh, interviews with others who are leaders and how we can learn from what they have experienced and learned in their leadership. And we're going to look at a number of biblical principles that involve this concept of leadership. One of the foundational pieces to leadership at any level certainly involves understanding what the Bible says about character. J.R. Miller is one who said that the only thing that walks back from the tomb with the mourners and refuses to be buried is the character of a man. What a man is survives him. It can never be buried. I've also heard over the years and have read statements like, talent is a gift, character is a choice. We would all agree that we all have specific abilities or traits that we are born with. They are given to us by God. But character is a choice. I remember years ago opening up a fortune cookie and that little statement on the inside, that little piece of paper said, God gives you one face. You make for yourself another. That's character. What I find fascinating about character and the idea of choosing to develop the kind of character that we need as leaders is the fact that our character is developed by our choices. And yet it is our choices that oftentimes develop our character. And so how do we define character and, and how do we understand character from a biblical perspective? Because certainly as we think about the choice to develop our character, we would understand that the choice of people that we associate with says a great deal about our character. The activities that we participate in also speaks to our character. The words that we choose to speak identifies much in relationship to our character. And even the priorities of our life as we establish them, it all addresses this vital subject of character. But what does the Bible say about it? How, how can we look at what God teaches us in His Word and learn about character, and how can we improve that when it comes to applying that character to our leadership? In Psalm 15, the psalmist David writes just a few verses that really speak a great deal to character. In verse 1, he asks two questions. O Lord, who is it that may abide in your tent, and who may dwell on your holy hill? Two questions, but really one and the same, both that have to do with dwelling with God, abiding with God. 
The answer to those questions or that one central thought is found in verse 2. It's the one who walks with integrity. It's the one who works righteousness and the one who speaks truth in his heart. I want us to look at each of these three areas for just a couple of moments as we think about character and how that character impacts our leadership. First of all, he says he walks with integrity. How do we define integrity? Over the years, I've asked this question many times to a number of different people. And the general response is that integrity is who we are when no one else is watching. And there's a lot of truth to that. When we think about the idea, I've heard it said that being a Christian is who we are in the dark. Again, similar thought. The idea is that the words, the actions of our life, our conduct, when no one else is watching, speaks to our character. But interestingly enough, this particular word is used most often in the book of Leviticus. And it's translated in relationship to the, the various sacrifices that are made by the people of Israel. Those sacrifices were to be without defect. They were to be without blemish. They were to have integrity. It certainly adds a great deal to the discussion to think about that when we consider integrity and our character. The second thought is that he works righteousness. As we consider this word righteousness, we might think of doing right in the sight of God. That would certainly have great application throughout Scripture. This same word is often translated as just or justice. And it is used and reflects upon God's justice and the need for the people of Israel to carry out God's justice when it comes to taking care of the poor, the orphan, and the widow, those who were strangers in the land. And Israel was responsible for making sure that these individuals who were less fortunate were cared for. That was God's justice, and God would bring about justice on the nation of Israel if they did not do so. This word identifies much in relationship to the first word, integrity, because it deals with an ethical and moral standard by which people live. And then third, he says, he speaks truth in his heart. Identifying truth, most commonly we would say that God's Word is truth, and that is correct. We might even also say that it involves speaking honestly in our relationships with others, and that too would be correct. When we think about this particular statement, what fascinates me is that David says he speaks truth in his heart. We know that Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, and certainly that reflects much of what's in the heart. But David says he speaks truth in his heart. And that really leads me to discussing what's most significant, at least in my way of thinking, in regards to this particular passage and character. I've heard many lessons in my life that involve discussing these three components of integrity, righteousness, and truth. But I've learned they're really not the three most important words. They are significant. 
But the three most important words in this text are walks, works, and speaks. In the original Hebrew language, these three words are known as noun-verb-participles. Simply what that means is they function as both a noun and a verb at the exact same time. So what David is describing is not just the activity of the individual, he's describing who they are on the inside. You see, it's one thing to act a certain way before others, but that doesn't always reflect who we are on the inside. I remember growing up hearing my dad oftentimes make the statement, you can fool some of the people some of the time. You can fool a lot of people a lot of the time, and you may be even good enough to fool all of the people all of the time, but you can never fool God. What a powerful thought in relationship to this idea of character. How we conduct ourselves and what we say before others may be a certain way, but it may not reflect who we really are. But when we think about leadership and we think about character, Character needs to be not just what we do, it needs to be who we are on the inside, the consistency of what we think and, and what we say and what we do. The question that really comes up is, how then do we improve our character? What can we do that's going to really help us to improve in the areas of how we walk, how we work, and how we speak. There are probably a number of areas that we could explore, and we probably will at some point as we move into the future of our salt casts, but let me share just one way with you that comes from a book written by Susie Welch entitled The 10-10-10 Principle. It's very simple to apply, but the way that it works is that before we speak, or before we act, before we make decisions, in either of those areas, we need to ask ourselves, can we live with the result of what we say or what we do 10 minutes from now? Can we live with that 10 months from now? And perhaps more importantly, can we live with the result of that 10 years from now? Oftentimes in in a heated moment and we get angry and we tend to say things or do things that later we wished we had not said or that we had not done. And we regret that. But how much different would it be if we had thought first, can I live with the result of what I'm about to say and what I'm about to do 10 minutes from now? 10 months from now, 10 years from now. Oftentimes, it's, it's almost comical that when we are angry, certainly we would be able to say, yes, I can live with this 10 minutes from now. Probably angry enough to say, I can live with it 10 months from now. But when we think about the effect of our words and our actions in a moment of anger on someone else, can we really live with it 10 years from now? If we would just learn to stop and think and ask that question, can I live with this 10 minutes from now, 10 months from now, 10 years from now? Maybe we would choose different words or we would act in a different way that would not bring some kind of damage to our character. 
There are so many other areas in which this applies. Oftentimes people in a vulnerable moment will say and act in ways that they would not normally or just because they seek attention or in some other area of life. But to stop and think, can I live with those results? Not just in the short term, but long term. There is much that we will talk about in regards to our character. This is kind of the first component of looking at this, this biblical principle that is so foundational when it comes to our leadership. Because when we have the kind of character that God desires of those who will dwell with Him, then we can lead His people the way God wants them to be led. In our next SaltCast, we're going to talk about one of those critical pieces of our character, and that is trust. Being someone that is trustworthy, and how do we develop a trustworthy character? And so I hope you'll join us. I appreciate you taking time to listen to the SaltCast today. And we'll be back and we'll talk more about this idea of character. And we're going to focus on the idea of trust and how that trust affects our character and our leadership because people will not follow someone they do not trust. Thanks again for joining us today. Look forward to talking to you more next time about our character and leadership.